Varner, your host of the She Needs Grit podcast. I am really, really pumped up for what I have in store for you this year. We are going to be diving into some amazing entrepreneurial stories. We're going to be talking all about how you can build your business, how you can have a business that supports the exact ideal dream life you're trying to create for yourself and your family and how you can do it while you make buckets of money. So settle in, buckle up, get some caffeine, and let's get started for 2023. starting to feel a little old, a little dated, and a little like it's not providing the message that you want to provide to your clients. Yep, me too. So I am talking all about rebranding this week, and we're doing it for kind of two reasons. One, I want to talk to you all about rebranding, why you would, why you wouldn't, how you do it, all the steps, all the things. And I want to introduce that She Collective is moving to Crush Profit Coaching. That's right. We have a name change and a new brand, and we are coming out in our fancy clothes. I am really looking forward to this shift in my business, and I can't wait to hear exactly what you guys think of the new brand now that we're moving forward. But I didn't want to just tell you about my story and why I decided to rebrand. I wanted to talk to you about why you may or may not want to do this or how to identify when you are getting ready to do a rebranding or when it's time in your business. So I can't wait for this today. Welcome to the She Needs Grit podcast. I'm your host, Sam Varner, and we are here to build big business, make more money, and we're going to do it together. So Rebranding. First and foremost, let's just talk about what that means. So rebranding is shifting the way that your business is perceived, the colors, the logo, the overall communication message to your clients. So a lot of times we get stopped right at the like logo color part, right? That feels like the really fun, joyous part of this process. And although it is fun, although your eyeballs can go a little sideways looking at color schemes for too long, um, there's more to it than that. There needs to be, when you're rebranding your business, there needs to be a deep and meaningful reason why you're doing it and what you're trying to communicate with your clients. And then the colors and logo, etc., language, all of that stuff will come out of that attempt to communicate to your clients in a different way or to be more clear in your communication. So to give you an example, She Collective started out as a business name that I loved, but it also started out because I had intended my business to be very much a membership-based business. So that was my goal. I was going to have a membership-based business. It was going to be called She Collective. It would be that sort of a feeling. And What has happened throughout the kind of years of my business as it develops is that that membership base didn't ever happen. I didn't go down offering a membership offer at all. And so what I found and what I got commentary on all the time is that She Collective didn't actually speak to the fact that I was a profit coach. 
So people would often say to me if they knew me as Sam the Profit Coach, they were like, wait, what, what's your company name? Okay. When you start getting questions like that, when you start to have confusion among your audience members, that's a problem. It immediately indicates to you that your branding and your kind of, if you think of it as a billboard, right? So all of your external messaging, all of your external visuals for your company, you want to speak to what you stand for, what you offer, who you are. And I had not done that well, to be quite honest, when I started my business. So that is why I came to the conclusion that we needed a bit of an overhaul over here. So that's a number one reason is if you're getting confusion amongst your audience about who you are, what you offer, who you, what you stand for, those are really good signs that you need to start thinking about, hmm, could I potentially be missing clients? Do they not understand what I do? Well, if you have a confused audience, you know that a confused audience doesn't buy. So this is a huge indicator that you should be looking at rebranding in some scope. Okay. The second piece of this is you need to roll it out across all of your platforms. And in this day and age, you guys know there are so many, right? So just to give you an indication, I need to make sure that all of the podcasting platforms reflect the new brand. I need to make sure that my website, my social media, my LinkedIn, my um, email signature, all of those things, business cards, the big banner that I use at events, all of those things are things that need to switch. And what that means is it is a costly undertaking to do this. You want to make sure that you're not kind of like one foot in the old brand, one foot in the new brand. You can transition into a seamless way of, hey, here we are. I'm all dressed up in this new brand and we're ready to go. And it can take a little minute. I know for me and my team, there's been a lot of, oh, wait, and there. Oh, yep, we have to remember over there. Oh, right. Okay, so what's our messaging going to be for that platform or this platform? So I just want you to keep that in mind when you're thinking about things. It is not a quick process. It takes longer than you think. And it does really require a lot of where am I and how can I make sure that all of those places are now updated and ready to rock and roll. So the last piece of what I would suggest to you, and this is the part that I'm going to ask for your input, is I want to hear from my audience, does this resonate? Did it work? Do you love it? Or are you still thinking I'm missing the mark? Because you know what? As much as we would love to nail it the first time every time, I always want to be sure that my audience is getting it. So let's be really clear here. Podcast name stays. She needs grit. I love it. I think it speaks to both what I am building as a business owner and what I deeply believe, right? I believe that women entrepreneurs have the ability to make massive, massive shifts in their lives by having profitable business. It is only by making money in your business and having an uncapped potential that allows you to have freedom and flexibility in your personal life. And if we're not coming from a place of building it up so that your life can be everything that you dream of, there is no point in business. So... She Collective is no more. She needs grit as the podcast name stays the same. My overarching company name is Crush Profit Coaching. 
You guys know that I use the Crush formula as the very basis for all of my programs, and so it made sense. In addition, I went with Profit Coaching right in the title of the business and honestly in the logo so that it would be easily identifiable. If somebody tripped across my brand somewhere out in the world, they would immediately have at least an idea of what it was that my company provided. They would be able to identify, do I want to make more money in my business? Do I want to increase profit? Do I understand how to do that in my business? If the answer is that's something that's interesting to me, they're going to know that I'm a person who can help them or at least be interested in peeking beyond the curtain of what they knew right then to find out if I was the right person. So the other thing is double checking that impact. I would love for any and all feedback. I am looking for constructive criticism. I am looking for, I love it. I'm looking for, I hate it. Honestly, I want it all. I want to hear what you think about me and my new business name, Crush Profit Coaching. We are working very hard to roll all of this out across all platforms. That will be done by the end of March at the very latest, but I am doing it right now. So when you listen to this podcast episode, I would be so grateful if you want to show up over on Instagram, which is at Sam, the profit coach, and please leave me a DM. Say, you know, podcast, love it. Love the rebrand or podcast. That way I'll know you're coming from the podcast as a podcast listener. I would love to know your feedback. So if you don't mind sharing, that would be great. That would be fantastic. So Some of the things we're going to talk about when it comes to rebranding and choices that you're making is going back to the theory of always client-centric, right? We're always trying to serve our clients. So I want you to think about your people. Who are you trying to talk to? Who are you trying to engage within your services? What do they resonate with? What words do you need to use to capture their attention? What language do you choose? What colors pop? What colors sing? What colors jump out at them and are potentially different than everybody else in your marketplace? I know that we get very comparison-y. It's not really a word, but it works, right? We spend a lot of time on social media. You're going to see a lot of other businesses in your industry, no matter what your industry is. And we have a tendency sometimes to go along with the crowd when it comes to color schemes, when it comes to the visual aspects of our business. And that can honestly be your downfall. I want you to stand out, to stand out in that marketplace so that when we have 10 choices of your service, we have the ability to choose you because you stand out, because you speak directly to me, not because you're a generalized color scheme, generalized language on your website. There is so much value in standing alone and being your personality and having your corporate identity very, very clear. It is critical for you to work through that part of things. Who do you want to be? How do you want to be known? What is the special sauce that makes your business and yourself, honestly, because you are your business, unique? This is something that you can do a couple of different ways. One of the best ways to do this is to go back and listen to and look at reviews and testimonials of your business. There is a lot of information you can get from past clients in terms of how they see you, what the perception is for your business. 
So for me, one of the things that I think comes out of a lot of the conversations I've had has been the word badass. I didn't assign that to myself. That's something that I kept hearing over and over again. I also hear ass kicker. So a lot of my clients will refer to me lovingly as the ass kicker coach. And although that can sound harsh coming from somebody who doesn't know me and doesn't have any interaction with me, when my clients expand on that information, they are really talking about my ability to hold them accountable. The fact that I don't take bullshit from clients and don't let you get off the hook to underperform for what you really are going after. I pride myself on that, but I also know absolutely and strive very hard to be loving and kind and supportive along with the ass kicking. It's really critical to get that balance right for my clients and they all know me as that. They all know me as somebody who will absolutely have their back, support them endlessly, but not give them so much wiggle room that they can get out of doing the things that they know that they're motivated and driven to do. Business building is hard. And it is easy when you're your own boss to kind of skate the hard work. That's where I come in. That's the whole reason you want to have a coach is primarily that accountability is absolutely critical to getting from where you are right now to where you want to be in the shortest possible time frame, in the most direct route possible. And that's what my clients mean when they call me the ass kicker. So I want you to think about what is that language for you? How do your clients describe you? What do they talk about? What is the stuff that stands out for them? And how can you use that in your branding strategy? That is super, super critical. Okay. The next part that we're going to just touch on briefly is making sure that you can love this for the long term. Now, I'm not saying that Crush Profit Coaching is never going to be rebranded again. That would be ridiculous. Don't ever make those kind of claims out loud. Um, but what I do know is that the brand I've created this time around has a lot more longevity than what I did years and years ago in 2018, I think, or 2017. My color scheme is bolder. My business has gotten bolder. I have gotten more confident in what I'm doing and what I deliver for clients. And that is going to show up in everything that I do from a branding perspective as well. You are growing as a business owner at all times. And so you probably won't have the same exact branding for the next 20 years. But what you will have is as you shift your brand a little bit at a time over the years, you will be shifting as a business owner as well. So don't be scared of that, right? Make choices decisively, quickly, but don't get bogged down in the details. This is a process that can go for months and months and months and months if you let it. And honestly, none of us have time for that in our business. So I want to encourage you to be decisive, think through what you're trying to communicate, do that from a place of strength, and do that from a place of who are you independently without looking at the field of your business industry. Do it from you. It'll have a much bigger impact if it resonates with your clients and with the people you're trying to pull into your brand. So you want to make sure you communicate why you're doing it. You want to make sure that you roll it out across all of your platforms. And you want to make sure that you double check with your 
impact, which is going to be, as I did earlier, checking in with your audience. I also recommend that you watch your analytics, right? So wherever you are spending your time, watch those analytics and make sure that you're not seeing a big dip. If you are, that's okay. You might have been eliminating some people that don't resonate with your new brand. And that actually could be a good thing. So I don't want to be like, oh, no, I have to retract. I have to go backwards. You just have to know that the way that you present yourself in the world is the way you want your company presented. And then stand firm and go out and find those people that you know are going to help you be even more profitable in 2023. Okay, guys, let me know what you think about Crush Profit Coaching. I can't wait to hear Keep an eye on all my spaces so you can see what our new clothes look like. Take care, guys. I'll talk to you next week. Thank you so much for listening and spending your time at the She Needs Grit podcast. I would be ever so grateful if you would be able to leave me a review or share this episode with somebody that you know needs to listen to these lessons as well. Thank you so much.